Welcome to Journey with Jesus, Jesus Conversations with Jill and Tanya to bring you closer to the joy that awaits you in Jesus. There is joy in the journey with Jesus. How wonderful is that, Tanya, to know there's joy with Jesus? It just, it's like a neon sign. I was already having a good day and you add Jesus to it and it just makes it that much sweeter. Oh, sweeter, sweeter. I can't imagine living without Jesus. And so, can you? Not at all. People need Jesus so much, especially Mm -hmm. during these times. I was just going to say, especially now. How have you been doing these last couple of weeks, being at home and not being able to get out as much? I'm actually okay with it. Good. I'm I'm enjoying the sunshine. I've got my Mm -hmm. tomatoes that I'm growing out in the backyard and my flowers in the front. And Mm -hmm. it's just been fun to see the spring truly emerge at this different time in our Mm -hmm. life. We've never experienced anything like this. Never. And it's like a season of refreshment. Refreshment, rejuvenation, where we have time to pour into Jesus through reading our Bible, through uplifting music. I love worship music and just being able to, to, to listen and hear Jesus in the music and uplifting messages, prayer, reading the Bible, and doing gardening, things that you enjoy, you know, spending time just enjoying nature. That is one of the things that I have really walked away from this time with. I have spent more dedicated time in prayer and reading, mm-hmm. and it has just filled me up and uplifted Mm -hmm. me in a way that just feels maybe that emptiness that we feel from not going out and doing our normal things. I have enjoyed the quieter times. Mm -hmm. It's been a, it's been a joy. Me too. Same here. And so we want to talk to you today, if you're listening to us today, about how you are chosen. Do you believe that you are chosen? I mean, when that when you hear that word chosen, what does that remind you of? Or what do you think when you hear the word chosen? The first thing that comes to mind is when we were little girls playing Red Rover, Red Rover, and yes. split up on teams, <laughs> and I was always the last one picked. And, you know, that sets a foundation. It does. It does. You don't feel like you are good enough to be chosen. And, and that does sound, that sets roots in us of insecurity, you know, sure. I remember feeling like not being included certain things. I didn't make cheerleading when I was in in junior high. I didn't make cheerleader, and all my friends did, and I didn't understand why was I not chosen. And that's hard. And we know that you listening maybe have had that experience of not being chosen, and you didn't understand why. But what we want to talk to you about today, we're going to spin this around in a positive way, is to tell you you are chosen. Yes, indeed. Jesus Christ chose you even before you were born. As we talked about in our last podcast, that he knitted us in our mother's womb. He had an idea and a plan, Mm -hmm. and he knew he had a specific plan, and we were chosen for his service right here on earth. So to know what that service is and to know how we are chosen, it's so important to draw into the Lord and, and ask him, seek him. You know, and then actively listen. Listen to what he's telling you. And and then you may hear in that still small voice of the Holy Spirit, when you're living in the Spirit, you may hear what you are to do. You know, so many times after we hear it, we get afraid or we start doubting or questioning. We go back to those times when we weren't chosen. 
and we think, oh, I'm not worthy enough to do this. I can't do this. I don't have what it takes. But God is telling you today that you do have what it takes. Yes, you do. And I am um, living proof sitting here talking on the podcast today. During this time of unsettledness with COVID, at a time when so many have lost their jobs, I too was without a job, but before that happened, and through COVID, not only did I pray about a job coming up, I was hired for an ideal job that suits me and what I do and my professional life. And I know that is a direct result of God. I knew at the moment I got the phone call from the hiring manager and the conversations we had, God spoke to me and said, this is where you're going. This is the plan. Whatever timeline mm -hmm. it is, trust me. And I have trusted him mm -hmm. through this whole process. And it is such a joy. I see that joy in your face. Just as you were sitting here talking, you're talking about your job. And I remember talking to you about trying to find the perfect job that was suited for you, the job that God had for you. That's what you kept saying. I want to be where the Lord wants me. And so we prayed about it. We did. And many he times answered those prayers. He answered those prayers. You know, that's one of those prayers that's so big, so almost impossible that you know it's God answering. He is the only way that that was possible. So we want to encourage you today. If you're struggling with something and you don't feel chosen, you are chosen. And we're going to go straight to the scriptures to read a scripture from John 15, verse 16, that talks about how you are chosen. So I'll read John 15, verse 16. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Okay, there it is right there. Yes, it's those faithful prayers. Mm -hmm. And we know that we are chosen. God knew and that reflects me back to Scripture, specifically paraphrasing Deuteronomy 7, verses 6 and 8. The Lord has set His love on you and chose you because He loves you. That goes back to that love. Yes. And abiding in His love. Yes. How do we abide in His love? How do we make the Lord the first love of our life? You keep Him center focus. Right. You start your day with Him. You carry Him with you. It doesn't mean that you've got a Bible strapped around your neck. It means that you're just, you're walking in your spirit. You're walking, mm -hmm. you're walking down the hallway and you say, God, thank you for where I am. Or, right. Lord, help me. I'm struggling. Right. And, and He will be there and abide with you in those times. Mm -hmm. And you write those words on your heart. And you meditate on them day and night. You know, like you said, we may not have the Bible with us at all times, but when we start reading more, those scriptures come to us. And you remember, God chose me. God chose me. And so we are chosen to do something. It says that in the scripture. He chose us to go bear fruit, to go bear fruit. And so then when we do make him the center of our life, we're able to go bear fruit. What kind of fruit do you think... Jesus's meaning here in the scripture. I think it goes back to the fruits of the Spirit. Yes, and the fruit of the Spirit is found in Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 and 23. And let me just read these. And they're, they're fruit that Jesus wants us to bear 
and to have. And the more that we abide in him, the more fruit that we will have, we will see in our lives. And those are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Such wonderful gifts he gives us. And and we just have to be in tune with God. Can be through prayer, can be through words, but it also relates back to you have been chosen. And I I love that you brought up Galatians because Mm -hmm. in Galatians there's several places a lot of times we get hung up on where we've been in the past. Oh, oh yes. that's a, This has happened. God's not going to see me. He's not going to choose me. Mm-hmm. But Galatians 2.20 assures us that we are not defined by our past. Our worth is in Christ, not our jobs, not our name, not our education. That comes from Galatians 3.27. And more importantly... Let's don't let ourselves be all caught up in our emotions, but be led by the Spirit. And that comes from 525 as well. And that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yes, Galatians. If you haven't read Galatians, I would recommend you you read those verses and, and just feel the Lord speaking to you. You know, He speaks to us through the Scriptures. He does. And it's such a comfort to know these things that you said. We are chosen and He loves us. He loves us. We just abide in His love. Well, and I think sometimes people are intimidated to pick up the Bible. Sometimes I find that it's easier to pick up a specific place, and I highly encourage that you pick up the Bible and read through Galatians. It's a positive uplifting, it, and it's short. Sometimes we need those short things because if we start reading something that's really intense and we're just now getting into reading the Bible again, or maybe we've read it before think that we've gotten all out of it. Each time I read the Bible, I get more out of it. When I go back and reread a scripture that I've already marked, it's unique to me to go back to find where I've read, oh yeah, I remember, and this happened Mm -hmm. and and led me down my prayer path. That's so true, and I've even got looked back and seen where I've dated it. Like I've like underlined and dated it and maybe written a little thing in the margin, and and that is just so wonderful because those were times... I can recall where he was speaking to me, and it's wonderful to go back with fresh eyes. You know, the Bible is God's love letter to us. Yes. It is his love letter to us, so open it up and and just read these promises, these promises that encourage us, that encourage us. Now, let's go back to talking about living in the Spirit. You mentioned that, and when we live in the Spirit of God, we become different. I know from personal experience that when I realized, you know, there is a spirit living in me, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a person who lives in me, and I have the Holy Spirit living in me because Jesus dwells within me, and Jesus gives each of us the gift of the Holy Spirit to dwell within us, and and the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. You know, if I need to know what way to go or if I have a decision to make. There are a couple ways I can choose to live. I can go and choose with my flesh. Just choose in that way. And many of us do. And I've done that before. Me too. And that doesn't always lead to life. I mean, when you live by the flesh, it even says in Romans that when you live by the flesh, that leads to death, leads to bad decisions, bad choices. But when you live in the Spirit... 
living in the spirit leads to life and I've seen that so much in my life when I just let listen and 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 live in the way that I know would honor and please God knowing that I am chosen yes. by him and not just chosen for our time on earth we're chosen for eternal life and that is such a blessing just that right there knowing that we are chosen for eternal life but Right now, when we're living here on this earth, we need to bear much fruit for the kingdom. And so, those of you listening today, there may be something that you felt like you've been called to do. You've prayed about it. You've read the, God's Word, the Bible. You've heard other people confirming that to you, but you've been just afraid or um, insecure or thinking you're not worthy. You can't be the one chosen. We're here to tell you that God is, has chosen you. You are not a stranger or an alien to him. You are a fellow citizen. You're a member of his household. He knows you, and he, he has chosen you to do some things for his kingdom. Now, we're all different. He's chosen you to do some things, Tanya, me to do some things individually and maybe together like this. He's chosen us to do this podcast. I never would have dreamed no, but we knew that we had been led to do this. And I, I read something sometime back, and it, it resonated with me. We don't always feel that we're equipped when we get called to do something. Oh, yeah. But you know what? God has a way of giving you everything that you need mm -hmm. in His timing so that you can do the task that He set before you. It may be a small thing. It may be a big thing. But he will equip you with everything that you need because he chose you specifically to do it. That's a great point and so true. He will equip you. If he calls you, he will equip you. So be rest assured that that will happen. And, you know, it may not happen right away. There's no. a time of testing. He yes. tests our faith. And that builds character and endurance. Yes. Which produces hope. And so, and hopefully more more fruits of the spirit as well. Yes, yes. And so you know that God loves you. You know that God loves you. And if you know that, then you are forgiven. Yes. And you are chosen. Yes. So let's walk as children of the light and believe that we are chosen. We're not going to walk in darkness anymore. We don't have to. All we have to do is step out. Because we are chosen and called to bear much fruit. Yes. And even when you do not feel that you are prepared or that you are worthy, God knows what's in you and He knows what He can equip you with for the journey that you're going to take. And He has a journey for you. You know, I was thinking the other day that we belong to the kingdom of God. We are royalty to Him. He is our King. We are beloved, and we are His chosen children. Yes, indeed. And one of the things that this led me to was Scripture, and I kept getting turned back to this one. It's from 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 4. For we know, brothers and sisters, loved by God, that He has chosen you. I don't know what path you're on right now. 
God knows what path you're on. God has chosen you for something special in this world. And all you have to do is be in tune to Him to get it. And so we encourage each of you. If you're struggling with that, just remember you are loved, you are forgiven, and you are chosen for something special under God. And at this time, as we turn to prayer, we want to lift up those of you who are listening to us. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for all that you give us. You shower us with your love, your grace, and your mercy, and you remind us that we are chosen children under you. And Lord, it doesn't get any better than those emotions. So we just thank you so much for all that you give us, and we ask that you bless each person that is listening. Bless Jill and I as we go about our path with you. Open those doors to let us see the chosenness within each of us. And dear Heavenly Father, we do thank you for choosing us. We know that you love us because you tell us that in your, your promise to us. We know that we are forgiven because again, you have shared that with us personally when we accept you as our Lord and Savior. And now we know and we believe we are chosen. You have chosen us to go and bear much fruit as we abide in you. So Lord, help all of us to continue abiding in your love by making you the first love of our life. And Lord, we just thank you for all that you're doing in our life today. Lord, we thank you for those times that we didn't feel chosen because it makes this time even sweeter knowing that you choose us all the time. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We're so glad you joined us on the podcast today. Remember that we are a weekly podcast. We'd love for you to follow us along on Apple Podcast. And we're always open to praying with you. And we would love for you to reach out to us through email. And our email address is journeywithjesus2019 at gmail.com. And we just thank you for listening today. And we hope that you've heard a truth that will help you on your journey with Jesus. There is joy in the journey when you journey with Jesus.